This is Paul. I'm at Cloud Connect here with Dave Wright, the CEO and founder of Solid Fire. You're Jungle Dave on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. I'm Jungle, Jungle Dave on Twitter, at Jungle Dave. People can track you down there. You just gave a nice talk on storage in the cloud computing space, and I'm interested in your perspective on what the challenges are there with storage. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of challenges when it comes to storage performance in the cloud, and, and in particular, enabling uh, high-performance applications to run in the cloud. Uh, you know, problems with uh, just getting enough performance is one issue uh, in a cloud environment where you've got lots and lots of customers. They've all got lots of performance demands, um, and spinning disks, frankly, just aren't that fast these days. And so. Uh, you know, how do you get enough performance is one challenge. How do you guarantee that performance to individual applications? Um, yes, how do you deal yes, with the noisy neighbor and multi-tenancy issues that come with uh, lots of different customers running their application on a shared infrastructure? Um, you know, those are really kind of all the types of things that have really led to a situation right now where storage performance is, is kind of a best effort service in a cloud environment today, and um, there's not a lot of predictability or guarantees around it. SolidFire is focused on SSDs, and maybe to the uneducated, you might think, hey, you know, if I want to address storage performance in the cloud, just slap in a bunch of SSDs, and hey, there's your faster performance. End of subject. You know, it sounds easy on the surface. I'm sure it's not. You know, maybe you could give us some insights into, you know, how you go about solving the, the storage problems you mentioned with SSDs. Yeah, solid-state disks definitely have a lot of characteristics that um, that help to address some of these challenges. So they certainly have a lot of performance, about 50 to 100 times the performance of spinning disk. Um, they deliver that performance very evenly to multiple applications at the same time because you don't have any seek latency involved, uh, so that's a nice aspect of them. They have multiple channels, so they can actually serve multiple requests in parallel, so you get um, good aggregation of, uh, of uh, traffic uh, on a single SSD. Um, and so there's a lot of great... Uh, you know, benefits to them. They've got lower power and cooling. They've got higher density than spinning disk. Um, but there's definitely some some trade-offs as well. There's the cost factor. They're several times more expensive uh, than spinning disks in most cases um, on a per gigabyte basis. Uh, the reliability factor, which certainly is something that people are concerned about in terms of just ensuring that they can handle the workloads and endurance you know, I, requirements of a, of a cloud environment. Episode, um, uh, you know, and then there's really the management challenge of, with this really expensive flash. How do you distribute the applications and workloads across it in a way to maximize usage of that expensive capacity and, and get the best performance out, out of it? And those are really all of the things that, that we're focused on with SolidFire. What sort of value add do you do to bring SSDs to the point where they can be used in these environments? So really what SolidFire does is... Uh, takes the raw solid-state disks and builds a scale-out storage cluster uh, okay. that can be used in a cloud environment to provide storage to hundreds or thousands or even tens of thousands of applications. Um, but really the kind of secret sauce of what we do is how we manage the distribution of data within the cluster, both to maximize the performance of the storage system, maximize the endurance uh, of the storage system, uh, as well as being able to uh, guarantee the performance to individual applications. Um, we've got a very unique method that we call performance virtualization that allows you to separate capacity from performance and as you virtually provision capacity within this uh, large storage cluster uh, be able to assign quality of service, assign performance parameters to every single volume uh, and then literally dial in the exact performance you want of each volume in the system. So you can have big volumes that are very slow, you can have small volumes that are really fast, and you can have anything in between, um, and that performance is then guaranteed to that application. You don't have to worry about kind of the noisy neighbor effects in a multi-tenant environment. 
Interesting. And so how do service providers make that available to their tenants? Is there an API or how does that get configured? Yeah, so our system uh, essentially drops in place in a service provider's environment uh, and then is really designed to be completely deployed and managed through APIs. Uh, it's got a very easy-to-use REST-based API that is completely comprehensive, all the provisioning, all the management, all the security reporting, billing, everything a service provider needs to integrate this into their infrastructure uh, is available and, and kind of uh, easy to, to hook and into is, out of the box. Is, uh, I'm trying to imagine a scenario like a particular application. Would, would the application um, make API calls just based on the performance it needs or... Yeah, typically where it would come in is where you go and provision your cloud infrastructure, and that would be using the service provider's APIs, but, but under the covers then they would call into our storage APIs to actually provision the storage. So you might go to a cloud provider and say, you know, I need 15 servers, and they need to have uh, 8 cores each and 32 gigabytes of RAM, and I need 10 terabytes of disk space, and I need 20,000 IOPS. And uh, basically, you know, all of the components of that are in place in cloud environments today except for that storage piece. You can tell a service provider how much storage you want, but you really can't tell them how fast it needs to be. Uh, and that really means that uh, for a lot of applications, they're just not viable in the cloud. You need dedicated storage and storage hardware and, and environments where the storage performance can be much more predictable. Uh, but we're hoping to make that a reality. These SSDs, they're put together in a cluster, is that right? Exactly. So uh, our system, are, they're sold as one-use storage appliances. They're clustered together over 10 gigabit Ethernet. Um, they've got about 12 terabytes of effective capacity per 1U box, but they cluster together up to 100 nodes in a single cluster, so you can get over a petabyte of capacity and several million IOPS in a, in a single storage uh, cluster. That's definitely high performance. So on the server side, you have it's a multi-tenant environment, so you have a whole bunch of VMs and maybe a whole bunch of different applications running on a given server. Do you see problems with I.O. bottlenecks in that virtualized environment? And if so, what do you do about that? Yeah, that's a good question. And the answer there is that, uh, by and large, the hypervisors have gotten pretty good at virtualizing the actual uh, compute part of the equation, virtualizing the network traffic, virtualizing the compute cores and memory, uh, and providing uh, virtual I.O. channels and things like that for the applications. Um, the bottleneck has always really been the underlying storage. Um, now our storage is connected over 10 gigabit Ethernet. Um, obviously, you can have poorly designed or mismanaged networks where the network becomes a bottleneck, but in a well-designed network, that's really not going to be an issue. It all comes down to can the storage system provide the latency that you need, can it provide the throughput that you need, uh, and that's really the problem that we're focused on solving. Okay. At what granularity level would it make sense to make an API call to ask for different performance? Is, mm -hmm. you know, is a given application going to tend to just say, you know, look, I'm, I'm going to need high performance for you know, my full existence, or is it going to be more granular than that? Well, so right now in our system, a, the, the kind of performance and quality of service settings cover an entire volume. Um, and so volume is kind of like a virtual uh, disk. Right. And so you can have multiple disks with different performance levels, different capacity levels. Maybe you have a log disk with certain performance levels and then a database transaction disk with certain levels. And, and you can you know, configure those and mount those uh, separately. Um, but then if you need to change your performance over time for one of those disks, you can certainly do that. So if your, uh, for example, transactional disk is, is running slower or you need more performance because your website traffic increased, you can turn up the level of performance for that disk. Um, and essentially it's like getting a, getting a hardware upgrade, except that it's completely virtual and you're just turning up the, the knob a little bit. Less associated with a given application, more associated with the data that's on a particular volume. 
Yeah, exactly. The data and workload that's going to be put against that, what you need for throughput, what you need for latency, what you need for IOPS, those performance characteristics, um, which, you know, many people may not even be aware of, but they go into uh, how every system is deployed and managed. And it's the type of thing, because it's so easy to adjust, even if people don't know exactly what they need out of the gate, they can very easily deploy it and then move up or down as they need to based on what the application's doing them and based on what the uh, I.O. stats and other things are telling them about storage, uh, how storage latency is affecting their application. What sort of thoughts do you have for the rest of 2012 in the cloud computing space and SSDs? How do you see that evolving? Uh, well, I think those are two great tastes that taste great together. I think we're going to see a lot more SSD deployments in clouds. Um, we saw some of it already this year with uh, Amazon's DynamoDB deployment, uh, which is all SSD-based. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the reality is SSD really just is a great fit for the type of performance requirements that you have in the cloud, the type of multi-tenancy requirements you have in the cloud. Um, it's not something that's a drop-in replacement for disk. That's why you're going to see uh, very custom architectures that are built around it, things like SolidFire and DynamoDB, to really make use of it effectively. Um, but I do think you're going to see more and more of it deployed in the cloud both this year and as the years go on. Okay, well, thanks, Dave. It was a pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate your time. Great, thanks a lot.